Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Our next live workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, will be held online from September 22nd to 24th, 2023. If you want to get closer and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Sign up at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome back. I'm Vicki. I'm Jules. And I'm Rebecca. And here's today's question. Why does my partner want to hurt me so much? Ouch. <laughs> Because your partner sucks. (laughs) This one's hard. It's so sad. (laughs) You know what, though? I get asked this a lot. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. Is that in, well, I'm just noticing this. It comes out so differently inside of uh, couples work. So if if I have both people here, I don't get this question this directly. But I actually do have individual people coming to me. That's right. And asking Mm -hmm. this exact question. Mm So, whew, yeah. Well, I'm I'm just I'm I'm thinking about my people who ask similar questions, mm-hmm. and I'm also thinking about my people who don't ask this question, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. for some, you know, it's like that history colored glasses psychological floor stuff we talk about. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like how we're oriented to see the world and to see relationships, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. For others, like, no, there's something really awful happening inside of there. Yeah, yeah. Right. It could go either way. Mm-hmm, it could be mm-hmm. that your partner actually wants to hurt you mm-hmm. and is doing that. Mm-hmm. And it could be that you're feeling hurt and are guessing that that means that your partner right. wants to hurt you. And maybe, maybe they don't. Can we introduce the term that we learned? Oh, yeah. So we have a friend from Tel Aviv who, who says this. Thank you, Oli. You're awesome. Um, uh, who, who introduces to a term um, from Israel, uh, it's eating Hebrew. your movie. Yeah. yeah. Can I, you I say think, the Hebrew? I, well, I think the Hebrew sounds like I don't speak Hebrew. I've learned how to sound it out over the years. Um, but I think it sounds like le'echol straim. 
I don't right. know. Sorry, sorry, sorry for if I all of those <laughs> who who do speak Hebrew, please call in and correct us. And and is the term though means eating your movies. And so it's oh like God, I it's this. I love it so I much. Love it's this. like I tell myself a story in my head about what's happening, and then I'm gobbling it up and believing every word of it. Yeah. <laughs> believing the story. Believing the but story. But believing the story doesn't sound as good as eating the movie. Exactly. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. that term. So it could yeah. be, if you're the one asking this kind of question, do you be curious if that's part of what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you I'm eating I'm not saying movie? that means you're not hurt. I'm not saying that. Right. What I'm saying is it could be that the wanting to hurt you may or may not be happening. And then there mm-hmm. are... I mean, it's not, it's not oh so common, but there are people who want to hurt you because they're mean or narcissistic or like really not good, not, mm-hmm. not okay, not okay, sociopathic or whatever we want to call that. Yeah. And then there's also, and, and I was, I was going to bring in retaliation, but I want to say that sometimes those mean, not good people are retaliating as well. So I don't want to oh, separate sure. this out. Sure, sure, And sure. then sometimes there are decent people out there who still use possibly subconsciously, but retaliation as sure. a mm-hmm. tool when they're upset. We talked about this just last mm-hmm. episode in, yeah. inside when we were talking about fairness, that it's mm-hmm. a really common response is to have a, a space. And I think this is kind of similar, but with a different kind, it, it's answering a different kind of thing. And it's it. But I think the self-justification element can be the same. So let's imagine you are with a partner who is not actually enjoying your pain, right? So not mm-hmm. not that kind of partner. They are a lovely human who is retaliating. I just I and, just want to slow us yeah. down because yeah, yeah, yeah. the way you just said that there, Jules, uh-huh. I think that really names the wanting to hurt me, uh-huh. right? Are they enjoying your pain? Right. Are you in pain or are they enjoying, right? Like there, there's a, there's a shift that happens in there mm-hmm. as I hear that languaging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they could want to hurt you, but not because they enjoy your pain. Yeah. It could be, Thank a, you. it could be a form of communication. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. I was going to so jump in. Inside Thank you. of that though, there is a self-justification still, mm-hmm. just like we were talking about last time. But this time, it's more like, I'm going to show you how much I'm hurting by trying to get you to hurt the same amount. Because I don't know how else to communicate it to you. Because the only way I know, in my limited Mm -hmm. experience, Mm -hmm. to let you know about how much pain I'm in is to share that pain with you and show it to you. Or the only way I know for sure you got it is if you're hurting as much as I am. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it could be that that's part of what's going on too. Which, by the way, I get it. I do, mm-hmm. but and I don't. I don't know that Gabe has ever done this to me on purpose. But I want to say that even if he says something that hurts, yeah, that's so not his method. He's more shut down. But if someone mm-hmm. says something, let's say it's not him in the moment that hurts me, it's never going to cross my mind in that moment. Oh, that's how hurt you were. Like it's not a good. <laughs> 
method. I just want to no, put that it out doesn't, there. That it's not really usually doesn't. successful. No, it doesn't no. teach <laughs> the other person how hard, like, because now I'm stuck in my heart. It doesn't cross my mind. Oh, you were hurting really bad. Okay, that actually, but I've done a lot of work. You know my what, son though? said something Can- hurtful today, and it did. Like right then, I was uh-huh. like, "Oh, he's hurting pretty he's bad." He's hurting pretty bad. Because mm-hmm. I, I would do it with a peer. That, but, but I'm glad you brought that up because, like, I have a tough relationship with my mother, mm. and mm. I okay, I might move into a hard space like this mm-hmm. when I'm mm-hmm. seeking something she can't offer me. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and so it it. It's not something I want to do, right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I think this is where, and I think we've talked about this in past episodes. I know, I think like season one, we talked about this, Mm -hmm. where we're talking about like rage being a bid for connection. It's like, it's a way of saying like, care about me. Come on, show up. Mm -hmm. Totally. And it could be that that is exactly what you're experiencing. Person who called this in is that there's, Mm, there is a sense Mm -hmm. on for your partner about that they're not feeling seen or gotten or like they matter to you. And if that's happening, Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll move Pat through that panic grief. So this is leaning into yuck punk seps work for anyone who cares. (laughs) Um, I know. I love all this. I love that you laugh when I say the scientist names. It's fun. That's the thing. It's, it's the scientist names that, you know, that that's, that's the part. It's just so absurd. And she says it like, everyone's going to know who that is. We have a lot of just for those who, but there are people who are listening who really are going to care about that. And they're going to go look it up now. And I care about it too. I I just think it's Funny it's just I funny so that they're not the, the names. Here's the it's <laughs> funny because it's at the tip of my head all the time. Exactly. Okay. That's so <laughs> so Yak Punk Seven yeah, leaning I'm thinking his about work. the research, but I can't remember his name. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> totally. I'll, we, we can put his names in the show notes for you. Yep. So, so, and it sends you a link to Archaeology of the Mind, which is a really wonderful <laughs> book if for anybody who cares about that sort of thing. Anyway, but the Cliff Notes version is we move when we when we have a bid for care. Right. When we Mm -hmm. make that reach out for care and it's not met. Now that doesn't mean the person didn't try to meet it. Maybe they even attempted to meet it, Mm -hmm. but it was not met well, or it wasn't received as us subjectively as having been met. Mm -hmm. Then what's going to happen first is we'll move into panic grief. And then we move, let's say that doesn't work. Panic grief. Like think about your kiddo whining. Mm -hmm. it's like oh wow that got my attention what do you want (laughs) it works really well (laughs) yeah and then and then we move through that and into more of a fear or terror response ah i'm never gonna get my name and then if that doesn't work to grab people's attention which it often does by the way um if that doesn't work we'll move into rage as a bid for connection Pay attention to me. It happened just the mm. other day when mm-hmm. my daughter and I were building Legos and she she hurt her. She like was snapping a Lego together and scratched her thumb. She was like, oh, my thumb. And and I and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, hun. And was kept building, but didn't mm-hmm. look at her. And she's like, why aren't you paying attention to me? I'm like, you're okay. <laughs> she's like, I am not okay. <laughs> It was, she was okay, but, but I did not do a great job of answering Mm -hmm. her bids and then it moved into rage and she got my attention and and we moved back into repair and, and connection. Right. So it could be that there is a want under there, maybe even subconsciously, 
Mm -hmm. that is longing um, for uh, feeling like they matter to you. Which brings me to a thought about compassion, right? Oh my gosh, right to compassion. Mm -hmm. Because if we could meet Mm -hmm. this with compassion, if we could meet that longing with compassion, if Mm -hmm. we could meet, because compassion is care. Mm -hmm. So if someone is meeting us with that rage, right? Like even as I think about the hard places in my relationship that I just described before with my mom, Mm -hmm. in the times or the places where I might be met with compassion, everything Mm -hmm. shifts. Mm-hmm. When that's not there, it's much harder to shift. Mm-hmm. Or the shift mm-hmm. that has to happen is me giving compassion to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a different, I'm, that's a different shift. That's the, totally. and, and that might mean like if I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. with a partner, that might mean, okay, so if I'm turning and and noticing that I'm hurting so much inside of this relationship, and despite how much I'm talking with my partner about it, they're unable to meet my need. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some kind of way I need to care for myself differently. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that includes a safety plan. Maybe that includes mm-hmm. finding a way out. Maybe that, like, it could mm-hmm. mean a lot of different things. But if I now, it depends my, on what we're dealing with. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It depends on what we're dealing with. But if I start by meeting myself mm-hmm. with compassion, I might be able to notice that I have some kind of resource, some kind Mm -hmm. of other option, some kind of, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can meet me with compassion as a start. And that you're valuable enough to protect. Yes. Right. Oh yeah. I'm also sitting though with the nuance of this, right? Because I can just feel how hard it is to meet rage with compassion because Mm -hmm. I get worried about that communicating that your behavior of retaliation or your behavior of trying to hurt me is okay. And I don't want to communicate no. that. I'm just no, sitting right. here thinking yeah. about how, yeah. if I were listening to this conversation, mm-hmm. how hard it yeah. is to feel through that yeah. nuance. Oh, yeah. I, so maybe I could clarify a little bit of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is that like, if mm-hmm. I'm raging at you, rage, mm-hmm. rage, 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 mm-hmm. and you go, oh, you're really hurting. Mm-hmm. That might disarm me and help me share what I'm really hurting about. Mm-hmm. It or does. Here's another I mean, compassion yeah. move. Oh, you are pissed. I see you and I am listening. Yes. So it doesn't even have to drop to the hurt that mm-hmm. may be underneath mm-hmm. it. Yep. It mm-hmm. could be mm-hmm. that you're matching that. It could be rage. that you're matching that. Another way it could work out is yeah. you're mm-hmm. ra- I'm raging at you, raging at you, raging mm-hmm. at you, and mm-hmm. you shift the compassion on towards yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And then maybe you're, you mm-hmm. know, depending on what's happening, depending on how safe it mm-hmm. is for you to do so, you might be like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to create some kind of distance that's between right, us, whether that's a psychological distance mm-hmm. where I might be standing here, but I'm taking a different kind of care of me and I'm not letting this in, mm-hmm. or I'm actually putting physical space between us in some way, mm-hmm. right? That, that, that's maybe a compassionate move towards maybe the even, self. Yeah. 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 And maybe even. Permanently. I'm I'm just thinking like this, there's such a huge difference between this happening once or this happening every once in a while versus this happening Mm -hmm. constantly. Yep. And if you are in a relationship where this is happening really, really constantly and you've decided it's not okay for you, which is not for me to say what isn't, is not okay for you. 
But if you decide it's mm-hmm. not okay for you, it may be time to have meta conversations or safety plans or leave like this. I don't want any hope for showing up in relational health and maturity to mean you're compromising your safety and deep emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. That part's that doing it for mm-hmm. in that way that costs you that big isn't a good relation between you and you, right? That's that self-compassion piece you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to tell with this question. Well, we like, don't, I don't know, know, right? That's, yeah. Well, we don't have all the info. We just, I mean, sometimes we get questions with a lot of information and sometimes we just get a question. This mm-hmm. is one of those just a questions. So we don't have the story inside and mm-hmm. behind and underneath around about this question. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm wondering how big and se- I'm wondering, not to minimize it to say, mm-hmm. I'm wondering how big and serious it is or not. And I'm just like Jules is saying, I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. Well, I th- but I think that's why we're mm-hmm. answering it from both sides, right? Like, is the- are you eating your movie? Is this a story mm-hmm. that you might be making up and then eating and believing? Or is there mm-hmm. something actually happening here that's really not okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Or somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And communicating and, to and the in between it. is like, well, the way you're communicating mm-hmm. it isn't really okay with me, but the fact that you want me to pay more attention to you is really okay with me. And so I meet you mm-hmm. where you are with that anger, or I meet right. you where you are with that. I see that you're hurting yeah. and I'm hurting now too. Mm-hmm. And I hear you and you need something from me. Let's yeah. talk about that. But let's also, on the back end, talk about mm-hmm. how next time we can address this in a different way. In a different way. Right. Can we start looking at the pattern that's showing up here and can we do this mm-hmm. differently? Right. Yeah. And if I'm with someone who enjoys hurting me, that's a different animal, mm-hmm. right? That's a totally different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this kind of nuanced meta conversation is for when you're in a relationship with somebody who really is showing up for you. And at some point, maybe mm-hmm. has learned to. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about how many people over the years I've seen who really do is that I was mentioning it earlier, feel like they're gotten when they see that you're as distressed as they are. Yeah. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. also thinking that Mm -hmm. at different points in my own evolution, at different points in the evolution of many of my clients Mm -hmm. that I've worked with, um, the ways that our old stories, our old knowings, our our history-colored lenses hit us Mm -hmm. and help us interpret what's happening for our partners and what, right, like that story that we might Mm -hmm. be eating right? Mm-hmm. That movie that we might be eating. Right. And to be super clear, you cannot not play the movie. You mm-hmm. cannot not tell the story. You can choose whether or not you, you eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Sorry, Becky, go on. What were you saying? Well, but that's, that's it, right? Like that, that, that's, that's also a big piece to kind of pay attention to in here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if it's like, you're not getting me, you're not getting me, there's a big misattunement. Mm-hmm. And I'm interpreting that misattunement as you want to hurt me. Right. Right? Like mm-hmm. that, that there's a part of that that I need to mm-hmm. do a U-turn on and go, mm-hmm. oh, that's my mm-hmm. history. Right. 
right? Like, so, so there's, there's different parts yeah. that are like really mm-hmm. nuanced mm-hmm. and yeah. to check out. That's my stuff. There's many different, I don't know how to interpret this question. There's so much inside of it. So totally. we're trying to interpret it in all the ways. And I oh just want to, yeah. There is this mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, well, I live in a family full of ADHD brains. So my partner's been telling me for a really long time, he thinks I have ADHD and I'm finally coming to terms with the possibility that he may, may be, you're right. right. You're right. You're right, honey. But what would happen early on, and this is like old, old stuff. This like from when we were first together, I would walk into the kitchen and half the cabinets would be open. Like they're just standing open Uh and I'd be like going to close them. And then I'd tell my, I was like, are you trying to drive me crazy right now? <laughs> and so, first of all, my partner does have ADHD <laughs> and leaves cabinets open all the time. And he's not trying to drive me crazy. He just forgot to close them. It's really that simple. He's not, not thinking about me. He thinks about me constantly. He's He is amazing. It's not that. But get this. Not only was I wrong about that, but half of the time... Now that I've watched myself a little bit more, I'm the one leaving the cabinets open. <laughs> half, half, it's like half and half. So 50% of the time, the cabinets are open because I left it open. And 50% of the time, it's open because he left it open. And all of the time, I was making up a story he was trying to drive me crazy. Okay, so that's now. That's an example. That's an example. So I, now <laughs> I'm making a U-turn and I'm going, That's a really good example. no. We both yeah. have brain differences that make remembering to close cabinets a little bit difficult. Yep. And it's not personal. And also, he is not the only one. <laughs> cabinets but if it's one of those cabinets I, in your house that's really high, up, it's a, probably you. It's definitely me because I'm super tall. But but yes. even the low ones, that's, there's it's that. Me. You know where I caught it is I kept leaving my own bathroom cabinet open. And I was like, Jules. You need to stop being judgy, judgy, oh. was a bear. Um, I think you're leaving cabinets open all over the damn house. And I started watching. I was like, I totally am doing that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> now, I have to know, because of the height of both of you, because mm-hmm. um, the reason Gabe never leaves them open, the reason that he goes bonkers when I do, yep, it's not, it's worse than that, Rebecca. It stabs it's the him. point in the forehead. gets him right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. it stabs him in the forehead. That's what I'm showing the girls on Zoom. And and then he'll turn around and be like, you left the cabinet open again. And he, mm-hmm. one of his issues with me, the only mm-hmm. issue I'm aware of, because I think you guys know he won't tell me, like he hates how oblivious I am. And that's the best example he has of my obliviousness is that I leave them open. But Jules, I feel like the doors of your cabinets are all done at like the perfect length. Oh or no, perfect it's height just a, to it's not just a visual be thing. You it was annoying only because they're. I'm coming in and aesthetically yeah. they're all open. Yeah, because they're not hitting you, right? Yeah, yeah. So there was no pain. So before this episode turns too much into why does my partner leave the cabinet doors open? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. <laughs> which would be another episode. Maybe this is a good place for us to land. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Like dishwasher. All right. <laughs> Take care of each other best you can, y'all. Bye bye. Bye bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner. We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com 
to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here are some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.